Welcome to the Forbidden Forest. This is Ro reading Chapter 15 of the Blood Magic series, Ending. March 18th, 2008. Discharged from St. Mungo's, Harry had only two things on his mind. First, to write a letter to Hermione explaining why it had to be this way. And how sorry he is for letting his friends down, but knowing that they'll be okay without him, that they deserve the happiness they've built up around them since the war. They'll be great parents, he knows. The second is to get to Grimald Place and choose to die. Regulus was right, he thought as he scrubbed his hands over his face. It's easier this way. It'll be quick and then it'll be over. His hallucinations had scared him of what the afterlife was like, but that was just his panic thoughts. He didn't really think George was stuck in eternity seeking Fred, right? That couldn't be it. It had felt so peaceful in King's Cross with Dumbledore. The train would take him to the countryside to be with Sirius and his parents and Remus. It would be okay. He repeated this fantasy to himself as he apparated. Grimald Place loomed in front of him as he caressed the little adder knocker. You angered the guardians of the House of Black last night, it hissed at him, though it didn't sound angry. I know, but tonight I've come to join the Thestrals. They can have me, Harry replied, his voice sure and his hand steady. The adder merely huffed before the ancient door swung open. I'm not sure that's how it works, half-master. The adder hissed softly at his back as he crossed the threshold. Harry didn't mind. He was done. He couldn't bear the thought of the shame and the embarrassment of having to explain what was going on. Not to Ron, not to Hermione, not to anyone. He couldn't withdraw on his own. He had proven that this morning when he'd collapsed in a goddamn toilet at work. His work didn't even need him there anyway. He felt redundant, useless. He didn't want to spend his days catching dark wizards. He just wanted to be left alone. He didn't want to live through the withdrawal anyway, not for the meager reward his life would be. It was too painful, too hard, and at the end of the day, he'd be back with the feelings of emptiness he'd been fleeing from in the first place. He didn't think he could actually do it, get clean, if he wanted to be honest with himself. Visions of him confessing to everyone, relapsing, disappointing them, and doing this all over again flooded his thoughts. No, it's just better this way. He dragged himself up the stairs and into Sirius's familiar bedroom. He pulled out the bag he'd hidden his half-brick of supply in when he'd been convinced he could quit earlier that morning. It was more than enough. He paused. It was time to say goodbye. He grabbed a bit of parchment and quill, dipping it only once in the ink pot by the bedstand. Hermione. It's okay if you don't understand. I love you and Ron and Rose more than anything. And I know you have a beautiful, happy life ahead of you. Don't waste time being sad. I've talked it over with Sirius. This is for the best. I'll be okay. Harry. He loaded the largest dose he could. He knew he'd pass out once he hit it, and he didn't want the moments of worrying or regret or wondering if this was the right choice. It was, in this moment, he was sure. He pushed in and let out a sob of exhaustion, 
his letter to Hermione fluttering from his hand as he dropped it next to the mattress, his eyes rolling back in his head as he gently slipped away, laying back against the ratty, stained pillow. The house fell silent. So in one day, he goes from locked in the cupboard, hallucinating, swearing that he's going to get clean, trying it for a day, and then passing out in a loo, waking up in the hospital, and then decides to die. So we've like, we've come a a full circle in one 24-hour setting, basically. Yeah, if you take the the claustrophobia incident as Mm -hmm. that morning... So yeah, it's been a lot. It's been a lot. It's been like a really rough, rough day for Harry. Yeah. Kind of a a terrible comparison to what Draco's doing. Yeah, definitely. And I mean, it feels like there's so much we could talk about with this chapter and yet not much at all because it's just so like, this is, this is it. This is where we've gotten yeah. We don't really get to find out resolution until the next couple chapters. No. From where we've stopped this chapter, mm. Harry is dying. Yeah. Cool, great. <laughs> Thanks for doing that to me. <laughs> Sorry. James, literally anytime I mention the word Hermione, it's like automatic crying. It's just like it's not so if I had written if I had written an, a suicide note that didn't to Ron, include, I, I would have been fine. I would have been like, Shane, that what sucks. What does that say about you? I have no idea. I really have no clue what it is about Hermione that just, like, fucking kills me. Just, like, sitting on the corner of the couch while you're reading, like, oh! <laughs> I feel like Trying not to sniffle loudly. <laughs> it's the ambiance. Yeah. It's the ambiance of this chapter, just me sobbing in the background. Yeah, yeah. so... This chapter is super heavy and mm. terrible, and this is the bottom mm. of the spiral. Yeah. He chooses to die. But obviously we have 200 and, 250, 260 more words. Yeah. So, sorry, 1,000 more yeah. words. Yeah. Um, so obviously this it's is... It's like 290,000 still. Oh, shit, you're right. Yeah, yeah it's 290K left. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so obviously he... Lives. Well, stuff happens. Yeah. There was a resolution. <laughs> that wait, that oh, doesn't happen that? for a very long time. We're Let's not there. pretend that there's a resolution to this Anytime in the next soon. like ten yeah, k. Okay. Okay, that's true. Not even in the next hundred k. That's true. You guys, we warned you. It's not you. a hopeless story, though. I yeah. feel like that's just important to say. No, it's not hopeless at all. I think it's just really realistic. Yeah, it's just rough. To too many. Through. I think too many people get like. Um, they, the stories of recovery they hear are mm-hmm. very brief, yeah. and they're almost, like, packaged to make it seem as though, like, yeah. and then I overdosed, and I went to rehab, and now life is great. Yeah. Well, I think we kind of touched on that the other day, too, where, like, you were saying it took you, like, six years to re-engage mm-hmm. with, like, or, like, talk about recovery, and I feel like so many people have that idea of, like, okay, so you hit rock bottom, and then you go through, like, a month-long recovery program, and then everything's fine. 
Yeah, done. like max eight weeks. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then like you're done and then you move on with your life and everything's great. Yeah, you go back to work, everything's yeah. cool. Yeah, I think... And you don't realize that it can be like a years and years long process of like working on it. Yeah. And I think that's good for also people who um, know people who are in recovery. Yeah. Like if your family member or your loved one's yeah. in recovery... To not just expect them to yeah. come back from rehab and be like this Fine. shiny, bright new version of themselves. Yeah. Because likely rehab didn't fix any of the reason in their life that they were ended up in addiction yeah. anyway. Yeah. And oftentimes people go right back into that space and that scenario and it mm. just, nothing has changed. Yeah, like the timelines are like hugely different for everybody. Like recovery. Yeah. Totally. Mm. Okay. Okay, so I think you should read your chapter. Mm. So, so we can that, get out of this hellhole. Yes, yeah. well, it's not like there's a lot of resolution. Okay, after. well, let's start. <laughs> let's start crawling from the hole that we've dug ourselves into. Please, for the love of God. Okay, so we'll see you guys next time. Thanks for listening. <laughs> okay, bye. Bye.